0: Attention Pokemon players, you are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. On today's episode, Chuck plays with the grass cat, Jake plays with the ice cat, and we are joined by Top 32
1: player Jared Grimes. Chuck,
2: how are we doing today? I am doing well, doing well. Uh, um, Another uh, fun week, Uh, like it's like... This was my, my last week of what I quote unquote call my off season, mm-hmm. uh, because <clears throat> between NAIC and now, there was like nothing to play for locally. What are you so talking about? I there's plenty been... of challenges. <laughs> there's There's been plenty of challenges happening. I've seen it on Twitter. just not around me this week. They all kick off like there should be. There's one going on tonight, unfortunately doing this. And then I uh, got one, uh, the, one the day this releases. So when you guys are listening to this, I will be competing in a challenge. And I have another one on Friday night, too. So it was a triple week. Like all the stores are just like, right. Second week well, of July. Let's go. So, so, so how far are you? Are
0: you willing to drive for challenges and cups here? Because I drove over an hour for a challenge um, this weekend over actually at Steuben's shop. Didn't even realize it was him. But I, you know, I had to, I got the the itch to try to get points and, you know, Um, I feel like you could have driven to that one. I guess it
2: will depend. Uh, um, I would drive an hour to play Pokemon. I mean, I drive normally 40 minutes to play Pokemon. So, like, Mm. saying an hour uh, or whatnot. Uh, It just depends on how much farther. Because, like, my unfortunate is where I'm situated, is I'm driving 45 minutes to hit a not-so-major of a city. Uh, And if I want to hit another area where there'll be more groups of Pokemon, I'm hitting the two plus hour range. And it's really like, do I want to do that every weekend? Like for sure, for sure. The the two plus hours. So it really depends on like, it'll kind of depend on weekends. So if I have the time to go out and do one, I probably will. I don't mind, but uh, it just depends. Yeah. So as
0: far as, um, you know, locals, you said you, uh, played Sprigatito, right. Or,
2: uh, Masquerada, How did that go? Yeah, arc, arc, I, I I was ref, trying to refine the arc masquerada you know, I like it a, a lot in, in terms of how it plays, uh, obviously has some better matchups than others. Um, mm-hmm. enjoyed playing it against Lost boss box this week, but, uh, it was not so fun against, uh, Double. I think I had to play Vulpix decks twice, and I was just like, <laughs> I have to work, I have to worry about Vulpix. Like, I'm sitting there, like, like got like these, like, serving up other Pokemon. I'm like, I can't worry about you because if you get Vulpix, the game's over. Because I literally don't have another Pokemon in the deck that attacks without an ability. It's like the whole Gardevoir problem, right? Right. Um, uh, it's just funny. So, um, Learned some things uh 150 50 I 500 on the day too two. uh but uh it was fun still enjoy it but like I said it was the last weekend for off season so we're getting back in into uh I think' we're, we're gonna creep back into playing some Sables art again so yeah for sure this is a solid deck uh, as far as me um
0: it was a busy weekend for me um I had a company like picnic slash like work event uh, over at Kennywood. So brought the family on Friday. Um at one point it started like downpouring for like 30 minutes. Um, as if anybody in the Pittsburgh area is familiar with the Phantoms Revenge. We were going up the you know, the beginning of the ride as it started pouring on us. And as we went down at a high speed, that rain felt like needles. And I told my son, I'm like, Brody, just keep your head down in your neck stiff because that hurts too much to look up and you can't actually see what you're doing. And then, like, the you know, the roller coaster is pretty intense. But when you don't know when what's coming, uh, it could definitely uh, you know throw you around a little bit. So that was uh, definitely an experience, but it was fun. Uh, then got roller coastered out. Uh, then Saturday comes along. I decided to jump over like I said to play in a challenge, ended up driving in an hour over to Steuben's shop. ended up going three one, um, good enough for third place again, lost a very close one to Guardy. Um, kind of kicking myself for one little misplay kind of like mid to early game. Uh, that probably ended up costing me. But still, um, obviously, um, I've been playing a lot of, of Chen Pao, um, and it's been doing well for me since NAIC. Obviously, I played Lugia at but I um, got the inspiration mostly uh, from our guest here, um, which I, I think it's time to to bring him in here. So sorry for having you wait for a few minutes here. Uh, but this is Jared Grimes. Obviously, he did very well at NAIC with, uh, with uh, Chen Pao um so welcome to the cast
1: thanks for having me uh it's a pleasure to be here and glad that i could give chai pao some representation i feel like he was getting a lot of hate leading Mm -hmm. up to the event and uh and i was like no say no to the haters let's just let's keep keep pushing forward
0: right right uh so yeah i mean obviously you did well with the deck top 32 we'll talk about that here in a second but uh before we get into the NIC run um tell us a little bit about yourself um your pokemon journey to this uh to this point um and and uh, how long you've been playing and all that What's...
1: yeah so i've been playing since 2015 uh not a super serious uh up until like last season uh just because been in like High school college didn't really have funds to like you know go to regionals and mm-hmm. and all that jazz so i did a lot of like cups and challenges when i was kind of starting out for the first like four or five years um won like a couple cups um got like a top 32 regional when i first started but other than that really kind of nothing and i didn't really play much during covid i kind of dropped off mm-hmm. started some magic and then uh the competitive scene kind of came back in pokemon so i came back as well uh so i've i, I tried to go for the invite this year Um in Yokohama, but I just I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about the game, I guess. Uh it's a lot more like intricate than Mm -hmm. you kind of think, like, oh, it's just a bunch of luck and it's just oh well, I flip tails, so I lose. It's like, well, that's a lot more complex than that. And I really get my groove until like the end of the season. So definitely gonna try to continue the momentum from NAIC forwards.
0: Heck yeah. I mean, uh, it definitely, you know, when getting back into the game for being out for so long, um, it definitely takes a little bit to get you know a hold of the meta game um a hold of your play style and just kind of adjust to so the game's changes so obviously um you know every every set the game changes but over a course of you know a couple years it definitely changes a lot more you uh you're probably in like the beginning of tag team era when you left or somewhere around there
1: yeah i was 80 it was like adp mirrors and i was playing baby blondes but like everyone was on adp mirrors so i'm like i'm out of here and right, apparently right. like it got kind of a lot better with kind of like like urshifu decks was you know, I guess kind of the best thing. Um, but yeah, I was just ADP mirrors and I was like, I'm out. Bye.
0: Right. Not, <laughs> not to blame you. I think ADP might be coming back up, um, <laughs> here in a little while. Um, as Chuck laughs because of the last week's, uh, uh, questions, but, um, yeah, um, that's awesome. Um, welcome back to the game. Obviously, um, you know, you're, you're an up and comer. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how you do next season. Um, And we'll talk again about the 2024 season um, a little bit later. But I want to kind of focus first and foremost on your NAIC run, um, starting off with um, your preparation and kind of how you came about um, Chen Pao, and then also um, how you came about Chen Pao with Arceus. Because I think a lot of people had the perception, the reason they were probably bagging on the deck um, was because a lot of it was with Palkia. And Palkia kind of makes sense, but it also... I feel like drags it down, especially after playing your version or a very close uh, sixty to your version.
1: Yeah, so I'll, I could go in a bit more depth, like later why I, I like dog on Palki all the time. But like, mm-hmm. so my initial preparation was like Paldi evolved came out. Uh, I kind of saw this Chine Pao engine, and just just alone Chine Pao's ability with Greninja, it just says draw to every turn. Mm-hmm. You know, which is just kind of like a ridiculous thing. Like you're you're thinning your deck and you're drawing cards. Uh, so I started to play, I think it was, um, it it, 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 like topped some tournament. I think in Taiwan, it was like top four, played like two lost city, one skaters park, actually with like mm-hmm. a two, two Bibarel, two, two Palkia. So I started on that and it was, it was okay. Like it was pretty good. I saw potential for sure. Um, and then I started talking to um well i mean i've been talking to him but uh alex shemansky because mm-hmm. he's been like a pretty big he was a pretty big fan of Chine Pao like early on and so i usually kind of talk to him every now and then uh kind of talked to him about Chine Pao and he's like arceus isn't bad i guess and i'm like arceus really so he's like yeah one one maybe I mean, he's kind of reluctant about it i, I started trying the one one and i'm like yeah i think this is better than palkia like for i mean sure. but we, like i don't know because i don't make decks but i'm like i think this is better i played it in some uh late night events there was one late night where uh i saw alex's late night for eu he played three skaters park right and i was still playing like the one and then the two lost city which kind of felt weak so i switched to three skaters park and i got like i think i top eighted that late night which was awesome, but it was literally like kind of a copy paste of like Alex's deck. He went went over at super and there's kind of a plug for him. You go to sub stack, he details it brilliantly. Um, But then kind of after that, he was kind of, he kind of, and I don't know exactly, but I think this is maybe when his team pivoted to wings because Mm -hmm. he he immediately kind of shifted. He was like, no chide power, but bad deck, bad or whatever. So I'm just like, (laughs) all right, this guy's off the boat. So I'm like, all right, he just kind of left me astray. I'm like, all right, let's. Is it actually bad or is he just on like some hidden spice or something? So I kind of was messing with the deck more. And I realized that I consistently. Um, so I, I was I originally was running it with the Cologne. And so the logic was you grab the Cologne boss off of Arceus. And then you, after a couple of Chine powers, you're able to swing in with Greninja and double hit Ralts. Uh, after you go Arceus for boss Cologne, which is just super powerful. I pulled it off at locals like a few times. And yeah. it was just like, well, if you do that, you just win. Um, but then I played in a few more online events and I noticed uh, from that one late night, I told you about every single loss I had was a comfy deck. Every single one. One was like a teen I bricked, but every single like actual loss was to lost box. And so I was like, this does not beat lost box. I don't care if I have a cologne in here for Greninja or whatever. It just does not beat lost box. So I was kind of messing around and I was like, well, I, Cause I played a bunch of lost box last season, like way too, I should not I no business <laughs> of playing lost box. I like did horrible <laughs> at regionals with it. But it was kind of my deck and I was like, all right, I'm gonna make this work. Uh, and I remember one of the things, and I actually, again, got inspiration from Alex and his like EYC champion. Uh, cause after he won, obviously cause he was a Mich- Michigan local and I, I'm from Michigan. So a lot of people tried it at our locals and I was still playing lost box then. And I was like, how does this beat? This deck, and Alex is like, it doesn't. Like, it just doesn't beat four Lost City with a Dura. And so I'm kind of like, all right, how do I beat Lost Box? And I was like, Lost City? And I was kind of talking to my friend about it, and he's like, I'm like, I don't know if I play one, two, three. And he's like, dude, it's an online event. Play three. Like, just do it. I'm like, okay, fine. I beat every single Lost Box. Like, completely just undefeated. So I was like, I think this is it, but I'm not sure. Um, But so I kind of locked in kind of that 58, uh, and then as I got closer, I kept I, I lost to a couple of paths to the peak decks and I was like, this deck loses to path, and so I want to give myself a little bit more outs against that. So I swapped for the Lost vacuum. And then I noticed that Mew was kind of sketchy. So I I threw in the spirit I didn't test that at all, but mm. I just threw it in. I was like, hopefully this will work.
0: Right. <laughs> and did you end up <laughs> playing against any Mews? Uh did the Spirit came come in handy?
1: Okay, so fun fact, I think my final record was like 10, 10, 2 3. So I had two losses the whole tournament. Mm. one of the losses was my only Mew and one of the losses was on stream and it was the path deck (laughs) so so funny enough the two texts that I specifically put in uh, didn't work I think I just got pretty unlucky in the stream matches because I have played against like other like arc Arctina I think the vacuum is vacuum is good the Spear Tomb is like I thought the guy I played against at NAIC just got super lucky and then I actually have been playing some Mew recently and it just doesn't Spirit Tube just doesn't do enough against Mew, at least Fusion mm-hmm. Mew. Because you need to like have it out A, before they do anything, so you have to win the coin flip. And even if you win the coin flip, it's still about a 50% chance that they just have Elisa in hand. They just right. have Elisa to those Genesecs and they're able to draw. So and I, in my head in NASC, I was like, well, maybe I can also use it for Lugia. I did play against one Lugia day two. And I was like, but then if I put it down, I get Iono, they can't Luminion. So it's just kind of like... I probably should have put it down like going second at least, but I'm like going first, I'm like, I just want to capitalize on my advantage. And I always want to be taking knockouts and I don't want to knock out my Lumineon. So honestly, I think Spirit Tube's a good card. I don't think it's like the best in this deck. Right,
0: right. I, I tend to agree. Um I'm like I said, I, I basically net deck from you just you know after NIC. Um and that's probably one of the cards I cut really quickly. Um, for those reasons um but yeah the deck feels smooth um uh, i want your your take on on the deck and setup cuz from what i've hear, hearing locally and just you know between you know from all the people i kind of talk to in the pokemon community is chimpao is a stage 2 deck uh you need to get out those back calibers and therefore it's clunky and it's not fast enough to keep up with the, the Lost Boxes, the Gardevoirs, um, you know, the Lugias of the of the day. So w- what do you have to say um, when it comes to that kind of statement?
1: So I'll say in terms of like the speed, like I completely agree when it comes to like Lost Box and Gardevoir. Um, I, I will say first off, like going over kind of the tier two, I guess at the time was like Mew, Lugia uh i guess not me because they can attack turn one but like arceus lukia those other sort of decks they kind of need a couple of turns to get their or like at least one whole turn to get their gears turning Mm -hmm. and that's exactly what shine pound needs like if you get one in the active use the ability get two energies in your hand turn one uh you can sealed cards whatever you're gonna get an irida your first turn or the second turn or both so it is 100% reasonable that you get a backscalibur like on your second turn of the game with a second fridge backs backup so you don't get like boss screwed out of the game. Um, in terms of Lost Box and Gardevoir, like I so I guess it's kind of a case by case thing. So, Lost Box, for example, um, I completely agree they like go way faster than mm-hmm. me. Um, I think the weakness of Lost Box is that they only run. Two Sableye, and they only run like a Dragonite and a Raikou, and you can just take advantage of that with Lost City. If you Lost City and kill their two Sableyes, then they can't really do anything. Like it's actually kind of it's actually kind of hilarious. They literally can't do anything. They can maybe get like, oh, I'll swing it with a Dragonite, and then you're like, I'll just Lost On that because they're actually right. you're actually using a lot of their wheels and churning when they Poké Stop and they Lost Vacuum where the Poké Stop and they Lost Vacuum way to force the Stone to get the ten, whatever. Like they're doing as much as they can to push you out of the game. But you just slap down a lost city and kill their sable eyes. And like, I never had a problem with lost box because of that. Like, yes, they did outspeed. And if you slam a lost city and then play Iono, Iono them to like three and kill their sable eye, they can't even, they can't Clara, they can't super add nest ball. So now they need to nest ball their Raikou, Mirage Gate retreat. Like, they can't do, they they usually can't do that. Uh, And if they can, it's still pretty weak because then you can just return. So that's for lost box for Guardi. If they get like, if Guardy gets a really good start and goes first, like it is hard. If either of those things aren't true, I think you're fine because with the Arceus, you just grab Boss Lost City and you actually don't go for the manaphy. This is a, what a lot of people get wrong: is they're like, "Oh, you play Lost City, so you can lost on the Manaphy." At least that's not how I intended it to be. I intended mm. it to be uh, because obviously, if you lost Zone the Manaphy, then you only can theoretically get one Greninja, right? Because then they'll right. just kill your Greninja because they're not gonna like not gonna let this live. Um, I did pull off that combo like once, like I lost on the Manaphy and then use Greninja to win, take my last two prizes. But other than that, like against Guardi, you just boss lost on their Ralts and then boss lost on the Curlia. And like, you just keep playing boss and that's really, and then your hand just keeps getting refreshed because they keep playing Iono. Like, oh, another six. Cool. Oh, another six. Cool. You've run four Iono. You're not taking that many prizes at the beginning of the game because you keep boss lost on your Ralts. Now they're like, all right, here. I have a Guardi slam, Guardi EX on the bench. What do you think of that? I'm going to one shot your chime, pal. And then you say, I'm going to Lost Zone your whole Guardi line. And then they're <laughs> like, now I have no Curlias. And so it's just kind of like, that was my strategy at least. And I was just like, I'm just going to greed so hard and just like boss Lost Zone all of these Guardi pieces. And I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like technically correct or like people just weren't expecting it, but mm-hmm. it, it worked a lot of games. And I think it it is technically correct to some extent that if like, because a lot of time, Guardia only gets like two Ralts, right? And yeah. if they get two Ralts going second, and you get the boss lost on one of the Ralts, now they have to choose between Curlia draw two or Guardia EX play the game. And they're always going to Curlia draw two. Then they get another Ralts, and then you boss to Curlia. And if you do that, like, I don't know. It's just so hard for them.
0: Right. And, and then, then they also have to respect the Greninja. And even if you don't play Cologne, which you didn't, uh, they, they still, to get still have to respect mana to play. They have to get the Mana Fee. So right. that's also a bench space. And if they somehow whiff, that still leaves the, the door wide open for you to to double uh so yeah that, that I think a lot of people have that misconception especially before NAC like I said with the Palkia that it's more of a beat stick and less of a of a Greninja deck there there's definitely plays. And and also with Arceus I feel, at least since I've been playing the deck after NIC, where um uh, as a backup attacker, um depending on board state, you can easily attack with Arceus as well. Right. Um and it usually can tank against Mew at least one turn. Well
1: yeah, well. for sure.
2: Plus two with that guardy matchup, like if you're limiting their Corellias, like you're taking away their most efficient attacker. Right. Because, well, and can't... some of the,
0: also, as some of the, the better cards that came along in the last uh, Paldea Evolve. So, like, you're taking away the ordinary rod or, or super rod, I'm sorry. Um,
2: and yeah, that was a huge thing. Useless. But the, the, you just can't, they can't rely on Shining Arcana and Gardevoir. Like, they have to prioritize. The X or the deck just doesn't work. And then if you get rid of that too, then
1: they just can't just... use Curlia. They just can't they like they can't draw any cards at all. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they need a bunch of cards to like get their one boss and their one pal and their one whatever so side yeah. the decks constructed.
0: Exactly. No, I think that's a really good breakdown, especially on those two top decks that are like top predators. Um as far as like day one, um, obviously it did it did well. Did you have any notable matches or anything uh throughout your first day?
1: uh yeah, so day one I kind of uh it was kind of funny one of them that was memorable was uh round two was actually against a Chi power with Palkia and I tested, which most shine pal the night before I tested with my friend, I went one three against him and I was just like, okay well, I guess just Palkia just Pizza mirror is what like I decided mm-hmm. uh, uh but I just I just kind of two him. like I think there was one and uh, you know you think it's like um it's kind of a secret for the chine Power mirror. It's actually like it's actually like a lot easier than you think to win going second, because they need to get right. everything. And if they don't, you can just kind of pick them apart. I literally just right before recording this, I played a match online and uh he benched a Palkia, didn't retreat in the chine for some reason. So I just bossed the Palkia past and then he's like pass and I'm like pass and then he's like pass and I'm like kill it. And it's like <laughs> I get the first kill now. I did right. something similar at uh at NAIC. I think I uh he promoted something like a palkia or something oh he promote he, he i escape roped mm-hmm. and so he promotes the palkia presumably because he has a v-star in hand and so i just go i oh and so he's drawing two cards and then he's i'm like i oh go and then he's like pass and I'm like, right <laughs> okay great i win um so that was kind of funny uh when i realized that going second it was kind of Still not, winnable.
0: not to mention, like, depending on board state, even if you're your first turn going second in the, the pseudo mirror, um, Irida for VIP pass just to set up, uh, it's not and bad then having yeah. a single prizer, so you can even, even put up like a sacrificial, uh, you know, single prizer up there. Uh, they take the knockout, that really doesn't mean anything as long as like you know the bench is set up, and then you just trade two for two, and then you just win that that way as well,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar to like Lugia, exactly. Um, I had like, other than that, like the matches kind of went smoothly. I think my one tie was like, I got to be honest. I forgot that Guardi run collapse. I, I, it was just like a five head. Like I, I never, I played Guardi personally like once. And then mm. I, 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 like, I rope out like, well, what's he going like, boss? I'm like, well, what's he going to do? Heal the right. Guardi is like, no potion, like collapse. like, oh, uh, duh. Yeah. And then so we end up tying because like, it's Guardi's Guardian doesn't finish games. So, yeah. um, <laughs> I guess that like the other, i would say like the dumbest matches, the other memorable match of day one, uh, it was so funny. It was like round nine. And by this point I was like six, one and one, right? Like I'm kind of in, um, I play against this guy who's playing Lugia. I look at my hand. I started Bidoof. Right? It's like Badoof boss, energy, 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 superior, like that was the hand. And then, so I was like about ready to just like, I was like, I literally went draw attached to Bidoof pass. And I was like, all right, this will be scooped the game too. Uh, cause he's just gonna read a win, whatever. Right. He goes draw pass, and I go what? And this is all I went draw pass draw attach hyperfang. like tail. And he goes draw pass. I go draw hyperfang, heads. He goes draw pass. I go draw uh, oh biberal uh, tail smash heads <laughs> it something dumb. he goes draw oh gift energy read the win i go draw oh okay thank god greninja greninja irida whatever and like i end up getting the first knockout and what? winning that game it was <laughs> they should have streamed insane. that game i don't know why <laughs> like they, they streamed the, the tiglu chai pound thing i'm like oh my god they should have oh it's the hyper the hyper oh he got the it was so funny i was right. like dying and at this point like i was it was so late it was like 9 p.m i had no food and i was really nervous and i was gonna like misplay me while like rolling for Hyperfang. I'm mean, just like, what? <laughs> what, is ha- that what is happening? Insane. Yeah. That is
0: insane! That's oh great. man, like I-, I had a similar game uh this weekend at, at the challenge where I started, uh, I think, it- yeah, I think it was a Badoof. Um, and I <laughs> and I started first, uh, I attached pass, uh, and he was playing, uh, you know, the uh, the Arceus, uh, Duralodon. He took too long to set up, and eventually I, I got the board state and, and took it because. Um, the deck still, like, again, uh, we've been waiting a couple months now for a, a good water deck to take advantage of Irida. Irida brings you back in the game, that, that card is busted. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and I think what makes uh this Chen Pao or this stage two deck better, um, than most other ones is just Irida in its own because those decks don't really get to take advantage of it.
1: Yeah, 100. Cool.
0: So, I mean good day one obviously so um you roll into day two get top 32 did you have any um uh, memorable runs up to that point or or up to the 32
1: yeah so day two was like i'm kind of knocking on myself because i'm like i could have won that whole tournament like Mm -hmm. i my losses in day two were like am i a lot i think i went like three three what was it three one and two day two mm-hmm. so uh my three wins were actually two o's like i two owed guardy twice and then i two owed lost box like the match was all like, both games were over in like 20 minutes it was i mean a couple of them they bricked but, like a couple of them like most of them they got set up and i was like boss lost city boss lost city boss lost city um i had a couple of games one was uh against gabe smart was playing lugia and I, uh, I I won the coin flip. So already I'm just like, I'm in a great spot. Uh, he always sets up. Uh, he, he set up every game. I set up every game. Uh, I win the first game. So he goes he goes for a second game. He wins because obviously. And then mm-hmm. game three, I had game. Time was called. And I go. And I, I I had a judge watching me at this point because of like, I was playing slower. Because I was like taking my time because I was like, this is such a straightforward matchup. But he's like, you need to speed it up. They can give you a warning. So judge was over me the whole time. I go nest ball because i'm like all right i'm pretty sure i have enough energy so just checking so i nest ball, search my deck i, mean, I like have game because he's at three prizes i'm at turn i i i i played fast enough because so the turns would work out so it was like zero one two he like he couldn't win because he had three prizes and i had like two yeah. so i was like i just need to kill this thing so i go like but i'm like i have one whole turn to do it so i go nest ball Uh, look through my deck, start shuffling and whatever. Uh, Judge like stands up, starts walking around me and Gabriel like, what's going on? Uh, He's like talking to people. He points at the collapse and I'm like, no shot. Like, so I just best bought other collapse. Like with, I was like the dumbest thing ever. So obviously it was a DPL. And so now Gabe only has one, (laughs) Gabe only has one prize left and I have two. He offers the ID, which is like, I shouldn't have accepted it. I Mm. did though because I felt, A, I felt really dumb. And B, I did the, I did the math. And we needed 36 to get in the top eight, right? Like 36 hmm. match points. And it ended up being like a clear cut. Uh, and so the way it worked out, we needed ties anyways. Uh, but I'm like, you know, with my first good run, I'm like, I would have felt so sick if he just like topped decked like, the research. Cause he just needed to kill one thing to win. Right. right? But in the future, because I, I went through that experience, if that ever happens, I'm just gonna be like, nope, we're playing, we're playing. But you know, it is what it is. Like yeah. we had a good series. Um, I got another tie that day to uh andrew hendrick Mm -hmm. who's obviously a very good player um it was the last round of the day and i am hitting myself because i should have won because i won game one and game two i go second i have such a broken start i just pass on to him and i look at the ear that my hand like oh my god i forgot to play a supporter and i was like oh i should be fine right like whatever i just got such a good start it ended up being such that I could have like because I, I next turn I concealed cards into the boss. So I could've I had a backs in hand. So I could have RCS for Rare Candy Lost City and took, took it out the stable eye on the bench had I played the that the turn before for the backs rare candy or something like that. Like right. I So I was like, so anyways, he ended up like I didn't know he ran like Palpat in his list. So he played boss and then he like palpatted it back in and then boss crammed for game. And I was like right before time. So we ended up tying that one. And so it's like all three of my ties I had during NAIC were just like easily preventable stupids. Right. Um, I mean, which a long tournament,
0: bad. a long tournament, things are bound to happen. Right. Um, we've yeah. all done stupid things, but I mean, obviously it was a great run. Um, You've probably learned some lessons, uh, some do's and don'ts along the way. Right. So again, um, you know, congrats on top 32. And I, you know, like I said, Pretty I can't wait run. to see what you do next season.
1: Thanks. Thanks so much.
0: All right, Chuck. I know it was a longer uh, intro, uh, but time
2: to get into some uh,
0: standard questions.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. We can do some standard questions. I'll lead them off. Um, I, I, I'll lead off with the you know the softball. Some people say it's a softball. Some people say it's the curveball, but uh, it's just a simple. You know, what's your favorite Pokemon?
0: <laughs> it's the
2: curveball. No, yeah, it's all you.
1: Oh,
0: these uh, are to yeah. me. Yeah, Sorry. just to, I, you. Yes, to I, you. I thought
1: these. Was, I thought these were questions to the class. My no, favorite no. Pokemon. Uh. So I've been doing some like soul searching, right? Um, I think jirachi We just like I have like Jay, Jay for Jared. Jirachi's has so many broken cards, and also Jirachi's just really cute. So yeah. like, just like all around cool Pokemon.
0: Cool for sure. No, that's a great, uh, great answer. Uh, definitely got into the game uh stellar wish jirachi was a huge thing a skateboard uh, then going into uh uh what was the stadium that that helped you with that um now i forget the stadium but yeah either way jirachi super uh super good uh pokemon super cool card um so a
2: has had had has had a couple good broken cards a bunch sure. of
0: broken cards yeah <laughs> definitely all right so let's get into the next one uh this one uh same along the same lines what is your favorite pokemon card um in your opinion uh this could be for any reason for playability art, um effects all that all ever 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 in your opinion your favorite card
1: okay the first card that popped up (laughs) by was zorak gx like i hate to be that guy but like Oh my God. I had like, that was like the most fun I had in Pokemon. And it was just like, it was like you could play the exact same engine, but you could do so much with it. Like I played Zoro, Rock, Zoro, Pod. I tried Zoro Guardy sucks. Come at me. But uh, (laughs) Zoro Control, I really liked too. Like it was just so cool. Like the ability to be like, I'm going to take like early game aggression. Zoro Guard was obviously broken, but I kind of didn't play much during that um and i played like zork and expanded too which was like mm-hmm. super fun um just like broken ability discard one draw two ride a speeding you just hit for 120 on turn two i mean just good stuff what's right. there not to like
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. oh i
0: love the answer i like zork myself i that was a little bit before our time but uh uh definitely uh you know respect the card and what it uh, you know it's place in the pokemon history i guess
2: yeah definitely all right, um, on the opposite vein of that, we go to the other end of the spectrum. What is your least favorite, most hated for any reason that uh, knocked you out of a tournament? Uh, you just don't <laughs> don't like the card. The art's disgusting. It How made really you not know?
0: want to play the game anymore.
1: <laughs> card? Yeah. I, I want to say comfy so bad. No. Um, the... <laughs> okay, uh, least favorite card uh i have like so i have like an god i had one in my head and i i i slept it i'll i will i will say this uh because i'm like such a big nerd on like game design uh i, I don't think jedesect v shouldn't have been printed like i think it was the dumbest thing that pokemon has ever done mm-hmm. like because they sp- Spent so many sets trying to kill me. Like, oh, Drapion's gonna kill it. Uh oh, well, now I'm playing path. Oh, your spirit tube's gonna kill it. Have you read Fusion Strike Energy? So it's just yeah. like they try to kill this stupid deck so much, and it's not even like broken or anything now because it gets checked. But it's just like the fact that you can just draw so many cards just kind of feels unfair for my actual unfavorite card. I oh uh Marshadow, let loose easy. Oh, I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, because I played in <laughs> I played so much in that standard, and it was like I would go to a cup. And then I would lose a flip and then they would let loose. And I'd be like, Well, why do I only start with four cards in my hand and you get to start with like eleven? Because yeah. you get to start with your hand and then <laughs> let loose. Like some lot would be my favorite format if that stupid card was banned. Like, actually, I'm so happy they banned it and expanded, but like, oh my god, that was so bad. Especially if like, you could fetch it out with mysterious treasure. It was it was like it was honest, it was defi- like, defining meta defining. Like you right. couldn't disrespect the Marsh shadow. That's my least favorite card by far.
2: I will say that I never played when it was standard legal, but every time I managed to play GLC against the psychic deck, <laughs> it always hits at the worst possible time,
1: All even right.
2: as a one of. <laughs> so, exactly, you can play no, support it's... on
1: top of it too. You can like play like a yeah. sycamore into a barshatter. It's like
0: yeah, it, it it's it's uh, the ability to. Put your opponent's hand down to four before they even do anything other than set up right. is stupid and is broken i agree if i was in the game at that point i probably wouldn't have continued to play <laughs> if i would just started into the game of pokemon. oh i just
1: played it you just play it like yeah,
0: like, yeah. you can't you, beat him join him you know? exactly
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right
0: so no that's a great answer um but okay. okay so we have two more for you um i'll take the next one um and what is your best pokemon memory to date
1: best pokemon tcg
0: pokemon tcg
1: okay that helps um okay i have like an obvious answer and i have like an actual answer like my obvious answer is just like naic this year Mm -hmm. it was just i actually have a couple answers i like i had a lot of happen this year so uh naic was just like so amazing i just had like so much support from my like friends and just like anyone and it was just like so awesome to just see the community like come together because I usually suck and I don't get (laughs) any placements and then I'm like the one time I finally do well I was like oh dude like the hard work paying off like hell yeah man I'm like let's go so um that is like but like obviously I see whatever um I would say also like a couple other good ones um from this year one was when I so I I'll go a little bit into this so for fort wayne regionals so for charlotte regionals i went five two and two i actually lost my winning in i was playing reggie's it's such a good deck i was playing reggie's and um round nine i lost to the mirror because he just got the turn one drago game one right. so it's like i'll go to game two and then i bricked again game two and i'm like wow what a great way to end yeah. so i was just like all right get him at fort wayne and uh me and my buddy actually we 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 cooked we thought we cooked up, but Azul's group also cooked it up. Reggie's with a basic fire energy, like we we thought of that independently of them, and they mm-hmm. ended up playing it because our logic was like. Lotto sucks because you could like, what are you, what are you looking for? Aurora energy. Like you are always looking for Aurora energy when you, so I'm like, why don't you just play something that acts as Aurora energy instead of the energy Lotto? So you can research it away, you can ultra ball it away, etc. So that was like our, like, that was our day. We are like, oh, we gotta, we gotta cook up the fire. We gotta cook up that heat, you know? So we yeah. put in the fire energy. My friend ended up day two in Fort Wayne. And at the last minute, I switched to what uh, Alex Jemansky's group was playing, which was Palkia Inteleon um with the articuno and stuff like that and yeah. i actually played it because uh my girlfriend hadley uh unfortunately couldn't come she was going to play palkia and uh so i still had the deck on me i they sent me the list, and i'm like it's a couple cards off i'm just gonna play for her i'm gonna play it because like i'm here for a good time i'm like not really close to my invite whatever i start oh one two Right. So just absolutely garbage. Cause I'm like still trying to figure out Italian lines. I played right. it for Baltimore, but I'm like, I there was one game where I'm like, Oh, I don't need to evolve in the drizzle because I'll just wait for the next year. And he goes, Lost mine, killed two sables I'm like, oh, you could do that. Cause I Baltimore <laughs> was before Lost Origins was released. Right, right. So I was just like, I I, I started oh one two. I won five in a row. So I'm just like, Oh man, like hot streak, let's go. Um <laughs> round nine, I hit Jake Gearhart. Right. Who is also playing Palkia Intel, and I'm like, you are joking. And so I get there, I'm just like laughing. I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, are you kidding me Out of all the people I hit you? And uh and then he's uh, I'm like, I we like I have to tell him or I see he sees my mole again, whatever, and he's like, Oh, I love this. Ma-. He's like, Oh, I love the veer match, and I'm like dude
2: no i don't way. even know it <laughs>
1: i'm playing against like the inventor of my deck like like what is going on and so everything he did he would go like cape of cape of toughness on palkia v so i was like uh cape of toughness on palkia v like i would just keep copying him uh our list ran bolo so i caught him off guard with the Volo. i was like oh bolo but i lost game one and it took like 40 minutes but it was just that was so much fun like i wouldn't have rather lost my win than to anyone else uh it was just like honestly a blast and like i was stoked to like get him in the day two um that's definitely a fond memory another thing i do want to mention it's a plug for pokestats live if you haven't used it it's Mm -hmm. a cool app uh so i made that and the first time that i actually so that development kind of goes back to like i started coding it in like october november um Tested it out like Toronto and Orlando personally and a few others. I think when it actually launched, like walking around the convention center and seeing people like on their phones like with the ui that i'm i'm like this is surreal like, and so like i would go up to people and i'd be like is that Poki Sets live and they'd just be like yeah dude have you ever used it this thing's awesome i was like oh no that sounds cool like i was just like i just walk up to these people and then i was like talking about it, like i was like what did you make it or something i'm like yeah but there was like it was just so it was just like so amazing because i would even some of my opponents would like log their matches on it like afterwards i'm just like like, this is sick. Like, this is what I wanted to do with it. And now I go to like NAIC and like people are using it there. And it's just like, it's just, it was so cool. Like the first, I think it was at Charlotte or something. The first region I walked to and I walked around and saw people with on their phones and they were talking about it. I like I was in like a movie and people mm-hmm. were like, oh, this is so cool. Like a oh, free advertisement. And I was like, that was honestly like awesome. I think that beats the other two moments. Like the first time I saw people using it. It was for like sure, so cool. Sure.
0: That's awesome. Um, yes, that's that's a, a lot of good memories already. So uh,
2: I'm sure there's plenty more to come in the future. I love story time.
1: Yeah. Story time. Really um, all
2: right. Well, we got one more question for you. It's my favorite question to ask. So you got to play on stream at NAIC. So it, in my fictitious world, Pokemon's changing the rules a little bit. So next time you get to play on stream, you get to have walk-up music. So next time, <laughs> Jared is going on stage for for his match what song hits why did i think of
1: like gangsters paradise like that'd be <laughs> that'd be so cool i i had no time that that was the very first thing i thought of <laughs> so that's gonna be my answer uh if i think of a one later i'm just gonna point it out but like when i'd be that's like <laughs> in yeah. i was like come yeah. on like, yeah <laughs> there, let's there hear it up. is that's a song
0: for sure that's awesome. That's a, a lot of people get a lo- uh, caught off guard and can't think of anything, but uh, for you, just to <laughs> that it just off the popped it. Head, I don't know. Uh, that was great. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a banger a for sure. One. All right, with that, uh, we got you know a good rundown, uh, learning a little bit about you and your you know your place in the Pokemon uh, community. Um, with with that, it's time to uh, jump into the pit stop um, and get going on some trivia. So, Chuck. It's time on for trivia. Trivia. Um, I have one. Um, this one was actually given to me, uh, by a local community member. that Said, uh, uh, we need to we need to get this one on, um, for the week. So, Chuck, I don't know if you would like me to start here. Go ahead and start.
2: This, this seems like a good one for yep, trivia. Yep.
0: All right. So, Jared. So, what we do is we play name that Pokemon. Uh, this attack and or ability uh, belongs to. Um and it has to be standard legal. So this card is standard legal. Um and its attack name is Whimsy Tackle. Sorry, Whimsy um tra- trackle, tra- trackle Trackle.
1: Crackle? Yes. Is that a word? Yeah,
0: t- tackle. <laughs> I am tongue twisting. <laughs> okay.
2: Whimsy yes. Tackle. Whimsy
0: yes. tackle. Yes. We're supposed oh, to guess, yeah, so you guys can, yeah, you know, all you got to do is uh guess it. We do have a couple lifelines, um, but uh, usually Chuck usually blurts it out and gets it uh off the bat. You guys are kind of tag teaming it.
1: Wait, is that the only hint? Do we get another one?
0: Um, for now, that's the only hint unless you want to know what uh oh, so it we is. get
1: bonus points if we answer it now, okay?
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have a clue. I think you're trying to goad me into a uh answer. But I know whimsy cotton does not. Would, have it has do to that be a too.
1: basic, no whimsy tackle. They're not yeah. going to put like on a stage one. That'd be that'd be too dumb, right? Yeah. Like if it's cut, it it has it to be time. cottony, if anything. But like cottony doesn't tackle. Cottony just kind of rolls. <laughs> I'm thinking of like a Bidoof type beat, but like I don't know a whimsy t- uh, whimsy tackle.
2: Do we do we get to know what type it is?
1: It is colorless.
2: That's what. I, yeah. Okay. Yep. That checks out.
1: I don't know if it's. See, so no, you're, no, saying, you but to... you're saying Badoof? No, no, I want... no. I want to say but but you you already it can't know be that... Badoof. I've seen all the Badoof cards too much. I it can't be Badoof.
2: Um, Whimsy tackle. I'm getting like a, a... basic that tackles. Whims whimsily, whimsically whimsically, which I don't exactly know what that means. It's usually like very. Whimsical. I
0: will say it is a basic um as well which you kind of already alluded to and I'll read you that what the attack actually does um for one colorless does 30 damage flip a coin if tells this attack does nothing
1: wait I actually wait I might know this wait I swear I was looking at this <laughs> is it oh no it's colorless never mind it's not purloin is it,
2: is it uh, what is it not uh not amber palm the other the
1: wait aPOM maybe aPOM a but a tackle?
2: Maybe. Because that the whole that whole line is all about not
1: flipping flipping coins and stuff. Actually, that's a good guess.
2: Hmm. So you're going APOM? It's either A POM or
1: like what else would it Uh, be? It's a it's a colorless, basic one energy, like one energy cost, flip a coin. Colorless. Like what colorless Pokemon are it's not Badoof. I would know if it was Bidoof.
2: I don't know. I can't think of any other colorless Pokemon. It could be like Spinda but like I don't
1: that seems yeah, like a Spinda cool. attack but I feel like I would know if there's a Spinda card printed because I feel like they haven't reprinted, printed a Spinda card in a while.
2: Another bear. Teddy Ursa? I'll go with Teddy. I mean, I'll take my own per- personal answer as like Teddy Ursa or some other bear. I That's my only guess. I, I, oh. I all right. Well, I'll take Teddy Ursa. And then,
0: Jared, you said what again? Uh,
1: I can't say Spinda because there's I, I don't remember Spinda card being printed. Also, I'll, I'll say the APOM because that makes the most sense to me.
0: That that was a good guess. Uh, both of you were, you know, along this right track, but uh, <laughs> you're both wrong. It is Skiddy.
1: Ah, <laughs> that makes sense.
0: We were trying to go chuck into the, the Whimsicott thing, but uh, uh, he did not fall for that portion.
2: No. <laughs> I know all of Wimsicott's tackle Attacks. So, For sure. And I can't think of a single one of them at the moment, actually. So anyway. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. God, Wages I- of
1: fluff. That's a good one.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, I do the exact same thing, but I open a pack of cards and we play Guess That Pool. So you will get an attack name, an ability... Or, you know, whatever the trainer or supporter does, and you have to guess what my hit is. Um, So, hopefully, um, I get something good, because the last few have been very, very, very easy. All right, so this one is, uh, this will go with an attack name, Uh, it's Angry Grudge. Angry Grudge. And you can do I have three hints. I'll give you the stage, the type, uh, and I'll give you another attack too if you want, or read the attack what it does. But
0: I mean angry grudge sounds like it's probably a fighting
1: type. Um or like a dark type. Or a dark can type. Can we get yeah, can yeah. we get the type? I would narrow it down. It, it's a fighting type. Oh, got it. Angry Grudge.
0: Um what's like what? an angry, like a much Joke, maybe, but, like, not a machamp guy. Maybe, machamp, maybe he's on that line. They that seemed like more of an angry Pokemon eh, Primeape, maybe. That's...
1: Wait, yeah, 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 it's Primeape. Yeah, I would say Primeape. Wait, I, I yeah, because yeah. the attack does, yeah, it's Primeape. It's like the double fighting one.
2: Maybe the, the both we were final, answers? yes, uh, that's, my yeah, final yeah, that's, answer. that's my final answer, yeah. too. Or it's All right. uh, ha- you guys were incredibly on the right path, but. It is actually annihilated. No, so, oh, that still it, counts. It, <laughs> oh no, it didn't go far enough. I, it we should have asked. Was, we should what, what it did. Everything. Yeah, I should. Um, yeah, oh gosh. That's what do it do did. Possibly. It was
1: probably too broken for a primate. Dang it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I was so, so confident it, too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely added to my confidence. Usually, I it takes thought it was so that long too. to get to it,
2: but yeah, yeah. That was a good one, Chuck. Annihilate PX. Yeah, that was a good hit, actually, for once. So yeah, take that's it. the
0: first. That's your first full art. <laughs> All right. Time to get into who will win. Um, so this one is we just basically pick um something in the Pokemon world in, in, a, in a battle, who would win. Um, if they're Pokemon, there there's no weakness, it's just straight, um, you know, straight uh what Pokemon will win in a physical fight. Uh, this one is actually. Uh, you know, my, my son came up with this one, so he wanted me to ask. Uh so who would win um between Arcanine, the original Arcanine, and Galarian Surf
1: That's a tough one.
2: So Surf Galarian. okay, that's the one with the sword and like,
1: shield. Yeah. I feel like that one's pretty fast. I'm just gonna how big is Arcanine? Chuck, how big is he? You're the you're the trivia guy. He like a big dog. Yeah, he's like a big
0: dog, but like he's a big dog. He's overly. Know. He's quick. like
1: fast and on fire. Like
0: I. Yeah, but the fire you can't take fire in consideration in this battle. But that's uh, so.
2: Like, okay. If we go back to like base set ish, Arcanine is I mean, six six foot three inches and three hundred fifty pounds. So it's a pretty big <laughs> okay. dog. Yay.
1: I, we're not taking any elementals into consideration um oh you're just like a physical like like a big dog yeah versus, versus tiny a fast, bird, fast tiny
2: bird yeah i don't think surface is small but he's definitely not six foot three but he does have right. a poker and the shield
1: i don't know i just think like like dogs get vicious like, I don't know. My money's on the Arcanine because it's like I rip that I would, bird to shreds. I
2: would, to, I would have to agree with you, uh, <laughs> partly because I I would not bet against an Arcanine. <laughs> yeah, I exactly. Like very, I would very much uh I very much like both of these Pokemon. Um so it would be an epic battle in my head, but I would not be able to bet against an Arcanine. So I'm gonna have to go with an Arcanine. Facts. I mean as just playing devil's
0: advocate because i'm not going to go a a straight sweep um our uh, galarian Surfetch is a pokemon that is a grand master if you watch the anime um not only that i think he's just he's quick um he'll get that that sword leak um you know in a good position where he can use Arcanine's, like, aggression against him, and then he'll, uh, like, stab him in the face as he's going in for a bite. So that's basically all I got there. I think maybe that's enough for
2: for a dub. (laughs) I mean, you have... I mean, it is a little bit of that... I mean, maybe speed versus size issue in this battle. Like, Sirfetch could be crafty and speedy enough to take a dub, but...
1: All right, I, I do want to um, add this uh, Arcanine, uh, according to Ruby and Sapphire, it's uh, known for its high speed, and it is said to be capable of running over 6,200 miles in a single day and night. So that, I mean, <laughs> that was that's my argument. That seems pretty fast to me. I don't know. Look at him like backing it, it up with facts. Come on. Now <laughs> run a surf at you, a little pokey poke.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's uh, like, I don't know. not fast enough. <laughs> You got me. You got me for sure.
2: <laughs> well, when you say it like a little pokey poke.
1: <laughs> a, little, a little pokey jabber. It's thing. just a leak. I don't know. It's Whatever. a leak. It'll snap in half. Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
2: A little dog toy. <laughs> <laughs> that too.
0: Jeez. All right. No, no, that was great. Uh, you, you definitely, uh, you know, <laughs> took away any argument there. Uh, but with that being said, it's time to take a quick break. Uh, jump into our sponsors and then uh, jump into the news after that.
2: The Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast is brought to you by Sports Car Junction. Located in the North Hills of Pittsburgh, Sports Car Junction is a one-stop shop for players and collectors with a wide variety of singles, supplies, packs, and boxes available in-store and online at sportscarjunction.com. And don't forget to check out our weekly league Thursdays at six thirty. And we're back. Thanks again, Sports Car Junction for being a great sponsor of the cast. Um, speaking of Sports Car Junction, it's time to give away some free cards. Mm-hmm. So uh, this week's Twitter winner for the free etv sent to you, um, Christmas in July, which wasn't we didn't really market it that as that, but thought <laughs> of it now um the winner is sheena bina right is it at
0: yeah, sheena, bina? sheena bina yep uh on twitter i'll be uh sending a um a dm uh just get your you know all your mailing address and all that fun stuff um so congratulations on the uh free t- etb and thank you everybody in the community uh for you know entering into win um love the response we're getting on twitter um so um we'll keep we'll keep that up for the next couple ones uh for sure um so keep an eye out next month uh for another chance to win an etb uh sent directly to you at no cost so um yeah we love to give back to the community and thank you again sports car junction for always um letting us do so yeah
2: all right and then through some actual news um I wanted to talk about two quick card reveals that were kind of uh, released over the week while we were from last week. We have uh, basically the big one we'll go with first Pidgeot EX coming in with the ability Quick Search uh, which is once during your turn you may search your deck for a card and put it in your hand then shuffle your deck. Uh, you You cannot use more than one Quick Search ability each turn. Um as an attack you'll probably never use to, um, it's serviceable, yeah. but not great. Serviceable, 20, 120 damage, you discard a stadium for two gallos sets up a two hit if you, it, worst case. <laughs> but, um, what do we think about Pidgeot? There was a lot of talk about Pidgeot EX on Twitter, uh, a lot of good talk, bad talk, overrated talk. Any interest or any interesting takes out of that from, from both of you guys? I'll let, I'll defer to Jared here to start us off. Uh
1: I think it's okay. I think like people were talking about it like, "Oh, well like Arceus plays it and then it's like Arkintel." And I don't know if it's that good, but <laughs> I think it's definitely like <laughs> I think it can definitely um it can definitely like kind of promote kind of like maybe a new sort of archetype that requires these more combo pieces. A lot of people ask me if you could put it in Chine Powder. like, oh, well, look at like, it's a 101. Like, what do you think about this 101? Um, that's literally the first thing I thought of when I saw it and I was like, oh, you just had a fourth candy in a 101 instead of a Bivorol, because it's like also, I think the Pidgey from 151 has the Call for Family, which we're not going to get in Obsidian Flames, I think, but I think we'll get after. It's like, search a deck for two basics, Benjam. So it's like a pr- pretty good support. But I think then the deck like Chine Powder that's like really at least mine's very focused on like combo um i think someone on twitter mentioned like oh you can starbirth for like rare candy pidgeot and then pidgeot for urda and i'm like oh yeah that's that sounds like a good line like that sounds pretty good and then every single turn you can search a card you can search a boss you search a lost city like and whereas mm-hmm. biberal you have to draw into that every turn because you don't need more than really one card that you're looking for right uh so i'll definitely be testing that in shine
0: yeah, I mean, trying power or not, I think it's still pretty solid, especially going forward, um, where we're still um going into that stage two decks to making them more and more viable as we, you know, go to rotation uh and lose more of these basic attackers, uh that you know, the the V attackers um as we're trying to set up board state. Um, I think it's pretty good um as far as being able to repeat it every single turn. So you you kind of have to respect it and and try to, um, you know, stop that line from happening. Um, So, I mean, there's that going for it as well. Um, And then just being able to basically pull a card out, you know, every turn, the one card you need, um, as long as you have some other kind of draw support potentially, or, you know, like with Chime Palo right now, we have, uh, you know, we still have the the ability to get the water. We got the Carpaceous Bucket, basically, um, with Gerninja. So you're still drawing cards in that manner. But then, you you know, uh, you know we've seen it with Arceus. Um, it's great with two. We've seen uh, four Sealstone really good in deck. So this is basically kind of that, a little bit of a slower into to get it up and running. But, you know, once you do, there's more payoff um, as the game goes further and further. So I uh, definitely like the card. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um... There was a lot of the one uh, side question I kind of wanted to ask on that because there was a lot of talk about the the Pidgeot with Pidgeot in the discussion on rare candy because everyone was now like, ah, you can't get it fast enough because you have to rare candy. So that was one of the the reasons why it may not be good enough. Um, Is that a big issue to either of you, the rare candy fact that you have to basically going to be taking a turn where you put the Pidgey out there to do it or
0: I mean I see I... no difference by setting up um you know a Frigibax or an Arceus or something to that effect um especially in decks that will play Irida or cards that are similar to that um you can you can find it and especially in combination with Arceus you can kind of do some crazy things where you're just pulling a bunch of cards that you want out at the same time
1: I think definitely though, you have to acknowledge that like unlike Backscalibur, the Pidgeot itself doesn't really do anything. Mm. I am really interested to see, like, cause they did um there's I don't know if you're talking about that other supporter that accelerates energy. I know that you can't really do that in tandem with Pidgeot, but if they start releasing other like item cards and supporter cards that accelerate these energies more, I mean like in a deck like Maridon, you can grab your like generator. I mean it's a horrible example, but like you can if you can grab things that accelerate your energy or you have a self-sustaining engine such as RCS that accelerates the energy, I think that it's definitely worth including just so you can grab those like bosses when you need, it. like I just think like, like pitch for boss alone every turn, like it's just nuts. You can run like Palpad, run like two Palpad, use just boss every single turn. It seems pretty nuts. Right.
0: No, I agree with you. Yeah, Um you know, It might not see play in every single deck, especially when it first comes out, but I can see a year from now, that's what maybe one of the go-to um, you know, engines draw, drawing engines uh, to, you know, keep your consistency train going.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to bring up the second one just to get a quick take. The Glamora EX, because I saw a little bit of dust up on this one too, uh, because of its dust field ability, uh, as long as this Pokemon is in the active spot, your opponent can't have more than three benched Pokemon. If they have more than four. If they have four or more benched Pokemon, they discard... Until they have three, it's a Pokemon uh, then, Collapse Stadium. Yeah, it's Pokemon Avery. Yeah, got two. Yeah, yeah, Collapse Avery goes to
0: three. Okay, also, Avery goes
2: yeah. three. <laughs> Pokemon bench is smaller. So, do we, do we think uh, there's a lot of talk about this being really good for uh, a control archetype or anything like that? Uh, thoughts on if this will be, if this is more, let's say, Overhyped or correct amount of hype or underhyped? I guess.
1: I think it's definitely like well, I I think people caught on to the fact very fast that it was being overhyped because I saw more people hating on it <laughs> than actually being like this card's broken. Um, I think that like I am a huge fan of the control archetype, so I will definitely be testing this. I uh, cause control before needed uh, needs to play like mana fee to force stuff out from your hand, and you can only do that if they have a bench spot. Uh mm. but with this you can like essentially guarantee bench spots and you can horn or something like that. Um a lot of decks though don't really require the heavy bench space, but it'll definitely it's definitely good against like Mew and uh Lost Box, something like that. The fact that it any- it has to be in the active though means you have to use that attack, which I don't think is very good. So yeah. I I, I don't know. I think it's decent.
0: I think it's decent. I think it's a card that I, you know, I I don't enjoy playing against the, the, those control archetypes, which I, I respect them. Uh, so it's a card that will probably give me headaches and make me, you know, pretty upset from time to time, maybe. Uh, but uh, it, it it keeps the meta honest, I guess, because if people are too greedy with benches, um, that's definitely a, a tech card that can kind of just slide into like like you said, a, a control archetype um, or or anything to that that manner. Um, just kind of like um how Spiritomb is right now we're you know trying to take advantage of um you know basic v's with with abilities This kind of controls the game in a different manner but you know still makes your opponent have to think or play around it
2: all right good takes i i, I agree with, with kind of both both ends of that spectrum a little a little overhyped but can still kind of do some dirty work if you if you uh really like that uh archetype all right um that's going to really Kind of I guess I will mention uh if you head if you head out to Cups, the n- newly cups are happening. Uh you might run in, uh you might win one of two different mats we're seeing out there in the in the wild. Uh Gyarados is the popular one that I've seen more often. The, so the what Sier-Rash I've seen. Here, uh Gyarados, but uh uh can confirm some stores because my store got a Galarian Moltres champion mat. For their league cup. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout for either one. You might get a spicy new cool map. Um, but as for that, that's going to sum up the news. We can uh, get into our deep dive of whatever else we were going to talk about to 2024 season and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Well, Chuck, you had
2: a couple questions you wanted to oh. ask. Uh, so oh, yeah, you I, can, did. You can, I did. I did. Uh, uh, start. I forgot my own questions. Um, <laughs> I did want to poke Jared's brain a little bit just on the creation of Pokestats Live since we brought it up earlier. Um uh just kind of like what was your inspiration? Because I've used it um in and and get great information from it and I, I, it's a very great resource to use um personally enjoy joy and love following tournaments that way. So what was the inspiration why, like why what led you to create this?
1: So yeah it really actually Evolved very slowly. So, uh have you all heard of like Pokestats before Pokestats Live? At the website, yeah.
2: It's it's the Pokestats. Website, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It seems dumb. I have to ask that, but like people I've talked to are like, what's Pokestats? I mean, it, it, Pokestats is very, has been a very popular site. Mm-hmm. And so I, I've been with that, with that, like kind of in that group for years and years, kind of helping them with their site every now and then. Um, got to a point where I started going to tournaments a bunch and I would be checking these and the main page which I was checking was the day two page right it would show what people made day two and then so I'm looking at this like this just looks like a like a blog post or something like that so I ask and it's usually like uh cash and Tate and I think a few others updating it and they're like yeah well we need to update it but we need to bring like our computers to update it because it's on like blocks are like some old blog website, we need a mm. manual thing. And I'm like, so that's not that can't be that can't be convenient when going to tournaments. Right. So I originally started with just, OK, how do we help out cash? Like, how do we how do we make it so that like cash can like fill in day two? So right. literally all the app was was it was like type the player's name and then type and then there would be a deck selector, the one you see now, you would just type and you'd search for the deck and you click it, it would only the only person available was, the only people, who, the only person who could submit was people on Pokestats. So it started off as that, uh, immediately blew up once I realized, uh, if you've heard of like Poki Data, it's mm-hmm. kind of like this third party standing sting. I got in ta- contact with Julian and he kind of exported Arcanine in a way that was like machine readable. So I'm like, oh, so now they don't even have to type the name, they can just have the standings and then you can fill in the decks. And the more I was thinking about it, I'm like, well, why do we have to do all of the reporting? <laughs> And so I was like, how do we make it so that other people do the reporting? And then we were kind of jogging ideas, but we were just like, but the only people who care enough to report decks are in Pokestats. Like those are the only people who care about like reporting other people's decks. So, but then I'm, you know, I'm going to tournament stuff like that, trying to find my previous placements. And I'm like, well, people write down what they play against anyways. Like my friend writes it, my friends write it in their notes app, like what they play against, win-loss, win-loss, win-whatever. I'm like, why don't you just have that as your view? And then you have every... And so the main thing is like, well, you have every incentive. Well, people people lie. what People lie about what they play against. Well, they... Well, what incentive do they have to lie if it shows up on your profile and you can go back to it and you can reference it for your own journey as a player? Mm -hmm. You have no incentive to lie and mess up the system. And obviously, if you do, I can see it. I, I see everything. But like... If you lie like you've no incentive to lie and that was my logic was that you've no incentive to lie you'll help out the system and it'll grow exponentially because if people report their opponents like everyone does nine rounds you're gonna get like most tournament coverage assuming a lot of people use it and right. i turned out to be absolutely right and that's exactly what ended up happening and then the more we did the more i did the say i was like oh well if i was like well what if you can like pin players and then i was like oh what favorite and then somebody tweeted like Oh, following got stats live. I was like following. That's such a better idea than pinning players I was right, like following. Right. And I'm like, oh, make the follow button, like Twitter, like obviously. So like I just kept going and going as like it kind of was in its infancy. And then over optimizations and more stuff like that, it just it turned into what it is today, which is honestly like amazing.
0: For sure yeah i mean i know uh, you know for our testing group uh you know naic specifically um you know we were all following each other if we couldn't meet up in between rounds just to see how we're all doing um obviously people have favorite players too you can use it as that way uh as well so it's definitely a, a really cool tool um that to, you know to keep up with the metagame in that uh fashion as well
2: yeah i mean I I just wanted to kind of hear that story on its own. I really don't have that many questions because you went over to pretty well of what it does and and how you made it. Uh, but thank thank you because yes. it is a, a very valuable tool uh, while you're at a tournament. A just to keep track of the people you want to keep track of. It is a lot more convenient uh, than anything the any way we did it beforehand. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Honor.
2: I don't know why you didn't lead off with
0: that, uh, with uh, when I had you introduce yourself. That was a big that's a bombshell.
1: I kind of, uh, it's in my Twitter bio. I don't want to tell you
0: well, for sure, for sure.
1: <laughs> the PokéSats guy, like, I don't know, what to...
0: for sure. Um, yeah, not yeah, 100% right, but um, all right, so let's uh, jump off. Um, you know, we're, we're what a couple weeks away now from Worlds um so we'll talk a little bit about the meta leading up to worlds um since you know we're all we all had you know good back halves of the season but unfortunately weren't able to uh qualify um obviously having a good push at the end uh do we you know see any of the projected meta to kind of change from what we've seen do you think anybody anybody has like secret spice like uh wings of union or i think we're going to be uh seeing about the same five five or so decks um see success
1: I actually don't think so at all. I think so. I think that well, so I don't think that it's gonna be United Wings mm-hmm. because that was kind of like I mean, I like one of my closest friends, Noah, was in that group and he played it for NAIC2. And so I obviously had like a lot of insight into like why they chose it. And they were right. like, beat everything, lose the Lost Fox. Like that was why they played it. And right. like they are not gonna go in the world like beat everything, lose one deck. What you're gonna do is be like, I have a deck that actually beats everything or a deck that like kind of exploits the way that decks are. At least that's what I would do if I made worlds. Like a deck that exploits how decks are like inherently set up and how current meta decks are. Uh, but I think it's either going to be that or just like kind of kind of standard stuff. I can't see a whole lot of Gardevoir because like ties don't help anyone at worlds. Like you're trying to, you're trying to day two, you're trying to win. Ties do not help a single person. So I don't think we're going to see like any loss, boxer guard or anything like that. Honestly,
0: yeah, it's a fair point because yeah, you know, like you said, like a tie is basically a loss at the world stage there to to get into the uh day two slash you know making a run for top eight. Um, yeah, and then even a lot of top players, based off of what you said there, uh, I've seen complain on Twitter. About the games just take too long, especially with those two decks being the two top meta uh, share decks at NAIC, and you know, really for the last few months. Um, so uh, that kind of lends it to do you think that we'll see more uh, uptick in Chen because that deck is very straightforward <laughs> fast. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Lost Box Tina probably still a little slow, but still kind of fast. Uh, Arc decks are good. Um, so do you think you're going to see the rise in those kind of decks, Lugia?
1: Uh, I, I mean, Luke is pretty good. Uh, I think that, like, well, I do know for sure that at least, like, as I read Grant Manley's article on Pokey Beach about how, like, that was their group's second choice for NASC was Chai Pao. and they mm-hmm. I, they ended up going with Gardevoir. Um, and I think I was kind of because I I, I hate Grant Manley day one, and he was just kind of like, this deck sucks, like this deck <laughs> sucks. He like game three he, like prized Manaphy against me, and I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think that like I think that it's definitely very powerful. Um, I I'm convinced that there is like a stronger version of the deck that isn't like mine with Lost City or like Mm -hmm. Owens with the Pokestops. I think that there is like an even stronger version. But honestly, like I I think it's really good. Like I think it's really good. Um, if other people go to Worlds, like also agree with me, I would love to see some like Chai Power Worlds. But like. I honestly think it's really good and it's like an insanely good best of three deck. Like it is so freaking good best of three. Because if you br- brick once, you just win the next two, and it doesn't brick that much, anyways. Right, right.
0: Yeah, I think I I tend to agree. I'm on the hype train right now, Chen Um, in a lot of different matchups, you kind of already went through the the top two metas. Um, uh, plus it can just hit V-Maxes uh pretty pretty streamlined. Um, I guess uh, the one fifty fifty match would be like a Lugia deck, depending on who sets up faster. Then they can kind of just take knockouts. Um, although I think it has a little bit more staying power just because double turbo and Lugia on the on that matchup kind of throws off the math just enough where Chimpao can survive a hit um, and being able to take, uh, take knockouts in return pretty easily. Um, so we'll see. Um, I do tend to agree. That we'll see faster decks or 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 less of these guard bars and locks boxes, um, Chuck. But what say you?
2: Um, I think you might Chen Pao is going to be the one deck that doesn't try and prey on like the, the follow the anti-meta deck. Uh, so like Chen Pal is one that's going to be like this is my strategy. This is how I'm going to beat you by just knocking you out three to six times. But uh, like, uh, we saw I, my takeaway from NIC is that a lot of people were calling the meta a, l- a little bit and anti-meta was really popular into the top cut., um, you know, the arc arc dumbguerons, the the rapid strike box made it that far. Um, things like that. So uh, I think you're gonna see a little bit more of that, which those more of those do not lead them to do being doing well. So, like you guys, the things that are more straightforward, chin Pao, maybe even um shoot, I had a deck that I was gonna say now I just flew away. Um I do think that Arctina other with a heavy with yes. a heavy disruption with That's like it. Path to the
0: Peak, um, especially if if those are the types types of decks that are gonna see a lot of play, um, could see some viability because obviously it's not necessarily taking one shots all the time. Uh, but if if Chimpow can't draw or, you know, all these ability p- Pokemon get stopped by Path to Peak and they don't happen to have their, you know, their path bumps, um, it could definitely be um, something. Plus, you know, um, Tina is a pretty
2: good attacker on some. Yeah, that's I, I was going to say a, a Tina focused deck where whether it's Lasson or maybe Artina, but one of the variants where it's more just laser focused on setting up my attacker that will KO whatever you decide to put up front of it. Or I'm going to boss whatever I want to KO, kind of thing. Those are those are kind of my takes on what's going to be popular when the dust settles. Could be wrong. I'm also still a Lost Box fan, and I would play it if I was going to Worlds and take those ties that I Trying to
1: go would. 006. Like <laughs> yeah, no, well, no I'm a,
2: I know I I don't try and go 006 when I play Lost Box. I'm a firm believer that most people just need to play Lost Box faster. Yeah, uh, that is very true. Agonized. But oh, you
1: hit like Lost Box versus Guardi. It doesn't matter how fast you play. That like, is also
2: true. But
1: if you play Lost Box versus like Arctina, I get it. Like you shouldn't tie, but like I don't know. Yeah. yeah.
2: The 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 Lost Box versus Gardevoir is basically let's play a best of one in my head. <laughs> but uh uh the other games, like you should be able to play three meaningful games. You just can't you can't agonize over every lost box decision. You got to know what you need to Lost, bo- like Lost Zone. And if you don't, you're, you haven't played enough games. Yeah, So the memes are true on hard, Twitter. It's hard,
1: though. <laughs> it's hard. i played so many games of Lost Box. i played literally, like, probably close to a thousand games of Lost Box. And I, like, I look at the flower selecting everyone. And I'm just like, you know, I just don't know. Like, it just could go either way, you know? Right. it's just like Because it's, it's a lot of times, it's not that what is the right answer. Because it's like, sometimes you go for, like, so the most common thing comfy mirage gate switch cart like okay well i run three other mirage gates and i need to switch right so i lost on a mirage gate and i don't see a mirage gate for like three turns and then i'm uh, just... just passing it's just like you just you just do not know some of the time it's just right. like there's no uh, right answer
2: uh the memes are very true though
0: that, <laughs> to, to the dismay the, the of like uh, the actual deck or the player uh, it is that's when fun. you
2: just play zabel's and you don't have to worry about Mirage <laughs> Gates. right
0: right <laughs> Okay, so last uh, question, you know, as far as, uh, you know, worlds. Um, Since it is, I believe, right, uh, you do, um, you can have the ability to switch decks day two still, yes? Can you? I I don't. I thought you
2: could, unless I was wrong there.
1: You definitely used to be able to.
2: Yeah, so. I I thought day two was a completely, like, separate, I guess, tournament. Well, day three, whatever you want to call it. Uh, well, my question,
0: my lead-up question would be, um, if if we are, which I believe we are, um, do you save spice for like the second half or, and just play like a safe deck, like we were kind of talking for the for the day one, and then switch that up?
1: Probably, yeah. That seems reasonable.
0: Yeah. So I guess we'll we'll see what that is um, if if that even comes to fruition. But um, yeah, I think that's a pretty good breakdown. Um, you know, your ties are really bad. Uh, play decks that are you know that you can kind of guarantee that you'll finish um, reasonably in uh, best of three um, but let's move on to the 2020 uh, 2024 season uh, which is officially started what uh, you know the week after NAIC I've already gone to two challenges uh, I don't know Jared have you gone to any uh, challenges or cups
1: yeah I've been to a challenge in a cup so far
0: right right so I mean for, how have you done on those ones
1: uh, so far so the challenge, I went four one. My one loss was to Kyogre and uh that took 40 minutes. So it's like mm. obviously uh the cup was like it was yesterday, and I was like I was like in a weird spot. I was like four one. I mm. probably I should have ID'd in hindsight, but he was like pushing me. He was like, We gotta be the first one ID. And I'm like, dude, I don't know. I look and I see it's a couple three one ones. I was like, let's just play it out. I play, I play super strong the whole game forget the bench to chide power he goes i don't know kill it and i'm like well i lose like i just i lose but it was kicked so i got 20 points so it's like all good well
0: that's cool uh yeah definitely then a pretty good start so um what you get 12 points for the challenge then
1: yeah so i'm at 32 right now Nice, nice,
0: nice so i haven't got to do any cups yet but i've already gone two challenges um like finished uh third place in both so at 20 points i think this weekend i'm gonna do at least another there's a challenge thursday and then uh this weekend i might go to a cup so really trying to, to push that early game in um so i i don't know uh are you guys you know on the train just to try to push very early um you know did you get off to a good start because like, i think all three of us were in the, kind of the same boat where you know the beginning of last year wasn't as great um but especially with local events uh popping up
1: yeah for sure i think that like at least i really want to I'm really just trying to prepare for like Pittsburgh regionals because mm-hmm. I think that is like, like I haven't day two to the regionals since like 2016. And I'm like, even though I did to I seen did really well, I'm like, just the regionals just kind of like, just kind of like an ego thing. I'm like, I just gotta be good. You know, I just gotta right. be good. I just gotta do well. I gotta play Chine Power, just something that I know how to play. And uh, just like really rock it. Same with league cups. I haven't really top eight top eighted since like before COVID. And I'm like, just mm-hmm. gotta just gotta be consistent. Just gotta rock it. Just gotta get as many points as I can to offload pressure at the end of the season.
0: For sure, I think yeah, there's a lot of pressure, and I know a lot of people, uh, you know, fell just short after NAIC. Um, I guess my ultimate goal is to make NAIC not as needed uh to, to to qualify for world so if you can do that beforehand with you know good finishes you don't even need to win um you know any of these regionals necessarily but just to get consistent day twos plus do the local events um you know getting uh top cuts get points there i think it's pretty reasonable um to kind of expect that and you know for me i think it's more like let's try to make like and i'm in the same boat i haven't made a day two at a regionals but naic i did so it was like Let's try to prove to myself it's not a fluke and keep keep this uh, you know stretch
2: going. Yeah, I'm I'm in the the same 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 boat. Um, I'm just more looking to continue going to the events that you can earn CP and just make sure that I'm putting some numbers up. Um, right. because that's what I wasn't doing at the beginning of last season. You know, the beginning of last season was regionals, like purely, but just. I want to just see like numbers just add up, not necessarily looking to get 15, 15, 50 every time I go out and play, right. but just, you know, points in the right direction, keep getting consistently like high finishes, make those top eights or, um, and or a day two. I, 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 three, am three into, uh, we're looking really forward to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Regionals, not just because it's, it's hometown, but, right. um, uh, I just want to, if there's ever a if there's ever a place to just show that I can play the game, I think that would be very right. We need to get that stream game,
0: so, <laughs> Chuck versus Jake Triple P uh, uh, matchup uh, at at Pittsburgh
2: Regional. Yeah, yeah. Um, just that's just want to kind of, if I can pop off and show off at least one event, that would be the one I want to do it too. One
0: hundred percent. Um, so our, another question here for Jared, I guess, um, for Chuck as well, um, you know, the assumption right now is it's going to be 500 points and it's like your top eight uh, best finishes for the season, not necessarily two per quarter. Um, are you guys under that same assumption where it's just the top eight finishes um, where we can kind of go ham at you know, get eight uh, challenges like right off the bat or, are we, or do you think that we're you know it's a two per quarter um like it has been in the past uh, do you guys have any insight or or kind of feel of how that season uh, that part of the season's going
1: i think the quarters are a little messed up because to my knowledge it's usually either on like set release or like ic is when they switch the quarters and the set release of obsidian flames like it's like what beginning of september like it doesn't really it's like if that's the start of q2 that means that there's only like what, two months of Q1? And then it's like, well, where are the queues? It's not a That's two months. So mm. I think that, like, at least pe- based on people I talk to, it makes it seem like there's just not going to be a best finish limit, which I guess makes sense because we're kind of right. We're kind of shifting to be on Japan's release schedule. Like mm. maybe eventually they'll kind of get it back on track. Um But I think for now, uh yeah, and also like I know, like a lot of stores are like new and upcoming stores. It just might be nice. To say like, hey, like, we're not going to force you to have to find like two cups every single quarter and we can give these stores some extra time to maybe get set up. So that's definitely what I think. And then for the 500, I think that's that's what I've been projecting. I think it's just completely reasonable because it was technically 500 last year, but they mm-hmm. just changed it because there was no locals for a while.
0: Right. Um, and so you say no best finishes as far as like quarters. Do you think it's still going to be just unlimited for the season or do you think they're going to cap it like just eight total? Um, what's your what's your insight there or what's your feeling for there?
1: Yeah, like eight, eight total for like, because normally I think it's like two BFL for each cups and challenges. I think it's mm-hmm. going to be just eight for each. At least if I had to guess.
0: Right. Yeah, that's that's my assumption too. Uh, I'm just trying to get a feel throughout the community. Obviously, um, we can't give anybody that's listening uh, a concrete answer on that yet. Probably after Worlds, we'll have a little bit better of an idea. Um, but I'm saying like for us, like we're all in the same boat. We're trying to make a good push early and I think, you know, a lot of listeners might be doing that. And I think it's it's safe to assume that you can potentially get um, you know, more than three of any level um in that first quarter um if you're trying to make that early push. Um so I wouldn't say I wouldn't advise against you know going to multiple of these over two or anything like that. I,
2: I was I'm a fan of the BFL at two per quarter, but I understand the 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 quarter problem two. I mean, there's a lot of students that play the game, so like if they can bust them out right now, uh, before you know the oh, semester no. yeah. starts, I, I or mean, like for me, like for PTO and stuff like that, like being able it's to, save. Scale. I mean, it, it really depends on the scale of things for, for people. If you can get in and bust out eight, and then you have like an easy ride when it comes to cups and challenges later, I, I mean, I'm more one that like you know, maybe you get your two here, and then you, you don't have to just like grind right away, you can slow grind it but you can still kind of slow grind it i guess if even if there's not a two best finish limit but it is teach their own really
1: if i'm being honest also if i could provide some really off the wall prediction so i don't think that like I don't think that I, I think that last year there was a ton more volume than anticipated, obviously for the ICs. A lot of people didn't even get into NAIC. Like I had a bunch of friends who just didn't get into NAIC IC uh, because of Arcanine or whatever, how it was paired. And I don't think it was Arcanine's it. right. Like, I don't think it was Arcanine's yeah. fault. Everyone's blaming Arcanine. I think it's just the fact that like, why was this a problem in the first place? Well, it was because it was just an insane volume of players. And we saw this with like, every single regional last year that I went to was like Baltimore was at 1,200, Peoria was at like 1,400. Like it, kept, it just kept breaking records. I think Orlando was like 1,600. Like that's it, that's NAIC level amount of people. And NAIC right. was, well, like like 1,900 people. And so you have just, so like an absurd amount of people wanting to play Pokemon. And like, I've had trouble booking hotels. Like mm-hmm. I've, I just tried booking for like Toronto and it's like the rates are up, and for Pits- Pittsburgh was impossible. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Like Pittsburgh was literally impossible. And that's like, okay, I'm saying in Pittsburgh, like a city with a lot, like a, I know it's a big city, but like a lot of, a lot of hotels just for one re- weekend, it shouldn't be like four or five hundred. Well, night. unfortunately like, for
0: Pittsburgh, it was the Steelers opening weekend. So, are you Steelers, really? Yeah. yeah they... Oh my <laughs> god.
1: Okay, well that explains <laughs> that. Never mind. <laughs> Oopsies. Yeah. But they, it wasn't they, just they, that. It was. It definitely... was yeah it's like peoria I peoria was easy but like toronto was like that that is because i remember last year i got like a pretty good deal and i checked the same place i got last year and uh, it was more expensive so i just think you have like an insane amount of people so what i'm getting at is like i think at least if they are going in the right direction they should make a change and like either not remove the bfl but like increase it or like change the points or increase the amount of like like SPEs in America like I don't know just something that is like kind of a that allows more people to play the game because the current right. system that we have even with the BFL. And it's like, we're all talking about, well, we'll just crunch in early season. Well, that's what everyone's thinking. The mm-hmm. cup I was at yesterday, 58 people, 50. It was at like, it was, right. it was Wisconsin. It was at the top, the top. It was like the green Bay, the 58 people. We're at
0: the green middle of Bay. nowhere. I yeah, like, yeah. I
1: drove two hours for that cup, but I'm like green Bay, 58 people. That was I was crazy. Like We were almost at seven rounds. So I, and I, you see challenges like, back of back of they are like oh we're having like 40 50 people challenges and i think this is just going to be the case in a lot of places so i just i don't i think of, of which obviously pokemon is very bad at like observing things sometimes but i think i think if they're, they're observant then they'll kind of change how things work maybe there won't be a bfl maybe they'll be higher or something like that, that that's my like yeah. off the wall take is like the system might change there's just so many people
0: yeah the game is definitely exploded uh, since we've been here and I, I, we've seen it here locally in the Pittsburgh area. And then even just traveling, uh, you know, to, you know, an hour away, it's like, you know, it, it's capping off at the, you know, that whatever the store's capacity can be, uh, for a challenge. Uh, I can't imagine for the cups that, and we're, you know, so close to Ohio, um, you know, any of those I anticipate just to be at, at capacity as well. Um, cause you know, that's, that's uh tricky gym territory. Um, so, uh, the game is growing, um, it's hard to get into any of these like you said, NASC uh, local stores um you know the regionals are growing so hopefully they 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 do expand it where we have more opportunity to play um and not have to grind to just hope to get into the tournament.
2: I, I, I just hope they expand seating availability because that in my head like the the fact that like like people couldn't get into NASE is just a pure a uh, money issue. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's not really a reason like uh, there's nothing RK9 could have done differently to get more people into NAIC. It's just simply like Pokemon could have spent more money, got more people and made more money. They just don't for whatever reason. They just it might be a staffing thing in my head. It wasn't a staffing thing because there's so
1: many staff people rejected too. Uh, But but you you never you never know, right? Like right, right. Yeah, I think it's a money thing. I
2: think them think cheap. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. in my head, they just don't want to bite the bullet and overpay for a venue, like not necessarily overpay, but get an oversized venue to be able to allow everyone in that they possibly think could come in. They're just underestim. They're constantly underestimating the amount of people that will come to an event. Um, in my head, because right. I- it's Pokemon. There's no reason why they can't afford an entire convention center, like
0: for a week. They could have opened up an extra hall for sure, and fit <laughs> at least another thousand. I think that I mean, would have be been the for that.
1: Pricing. You know what I got for top 32? It was like $750 and two boxes of Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. What? what? Right. That's that 750. That didn't even cover the hotel. That didn't even cover my trip. Like, really? right, right.
0: And I feel bad for all staff too, because they got <laughs> Scarlet and Violet too. They didn't even get, positive. they were all selling
1: them. We, we were all selling with the vendors the judges lined up because like right, one right. of the vendors took them. So I'm like, Oh, here you go. That's
0: crazy. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it, there's definitely snafus in, in, in things like that. They can't improve on. So we'll see. Yeah, uh, top 32 at a a regional like that, you would hope to get a little little bit more. Um, But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Hopefully, you know, you you keep hitting those top 32s and beyond so we can uh, get, you know, a little bit more prizes there. But with that being said, I think that's going to do it for us. Um, Before we let you go there, uh, Jared, it is your time, uh, you know, to shine for, you know, any shout outs, plugs, uh, anything like that, Um, you know, send us off here
1: yeah sure uh so first i'll shout out uh team void Noah, Noah ryan max uh for just being like testing partners and buddies and like super strong inspirations uh for all this uh obviously alex shemansky for just like all the support with shine power and then like all like the whole michigan crew and the whole madison crew just like shout out to all of you i can't name all you there's too many uh and then just everyone for Everyone who's been supporting me or stats, or just anything. I mean, it's its honestly been uh, super overwhelming. And I don't have time to talk about it. We don't have time to talk about this, nor do I want to talk about it. But the whole stuff around Twinleaf is awesome. So just keep your eyes peeled. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that, I will go no further. But follow our Twitter, TwinleafGG. We got some exciting stuff planned.
0: For sure. Uh, I can't wait uh, to see you know what, what comes of that um and obviously uh for the 2024 season for the three of us and you know everybody in the community um like we said right now uh, hopefully we just have space to play some pokemon uh and and go for it from there um but i think that's going to do it for us so thank you guys for listening till the end thank you jared again for joining us and chuck for um you know sacrificing a challenge today to uh to record uh i'm sure you have plenty 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 more yeah (laughs) for sure Uh, But thanks again, guys,
2: and we'll see you on the next one. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Uh, As always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pot. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me
0: at panux one on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWhimsy. You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast
2: at PitPokePod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We'll see you all next time. See you later.